Alright, so, uh, greetings y'all, welcome to the, welcome to Panic Attack with Big John, on all your podcasting platforms, uh, YouTube, and on Facebook, this is, uh, known as, uh, John Morrow, a conservative op-ed page. And on Twitter, you can follow me at the real underscore Big John. This is um, interesting times we're living in. So today, I uh, I finally was able to cash my paycheck from this new job I started, and. Uh, I need some extra scratch tonight from a buddy of mine that wanted a designated driver. That was kind of nice. Once I got my pay and check cashed, I uh, decided, well, there's a few things I need to pick up at Walmart. And it was like this weirdest thing. I was, um, I need a windshield wiper plate. And so I like went down the aisles and I ended up going to AutoZone because I just didn't feel like putting it on myself. But like I picked one up off the shelf and I realized the package had been opened. Like it was opened and returned. So I obviously didn't want to buy that. Then I picked up another one and I just happened to sit it like I could feel it back of the package felt weird but anyways um, I sat some things down to I don't know I need to text somebody or do something and uh, when I sat it down I realized the the back of the package had been open on that one too and I'm like, oh, what the shit? So I just went and sat it back down. And I went over to AutoZone and bought a wiper blade. And they put it on my car for me. And, uh... But while I was at Walmart, I, uh... Decided to pick up the latest, uh... Addition to Star Wars. Uh... Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. And I'm watching it right now. I watched it in the theater. And I thought it was really good. Uh, you know, when I watch a movie, I just sit back and let them tell me the story. I don't, you know, try to figure out in the first five minutes, you know, uh, the whole plot line. Like, I have friends that do that. And they do it out loud. And it's like... You haven't seen the movie yet. You're five minutes into it. Shut up. But... Anyways. With The Rise of Skywalker... Um, I follow a guy on... YouTube. And he's really good. Uh, it's called Star Wars Theory. 
Theory, Star Wars Theory. Give him a plug. Um, and he's got a lot of cool videos and uh, stuff like that. He had some good stuff on, you know, the, the lead up to this movie and uh, some things that leaked onto the internet. And one that I learned to really not like and not trust was um, this guy named Mike Zero. His uh, YouTube channel. First, I thought he was like really cool. You know, I read about him in a, a blog or an article. And he, uh, I guess, broke some information in regard to The Last Jedi uh, through one of his source, sources or something. Uh, but just didn't, I don't know, he, he had a video that just rubbed me wrong and I said to hell with it. Um, and a lot of his theories and inform, inside information changed, which with the rise of Skywalker, you know, it wasn't ever evolving thing. Uh, they went from Colin Trevorrow being the director and writer to J.J. Abrams. Um, and I think J.J. should have done all three movies. Uh, the Force Awakens, I thought was really good. I even thought The Last Jedi was good. Uh, you know, I didn't have a problem with it till I started reading all the crap and listening to all the crap on YouTube about it. But, uh, Star Wars Theory. The guy's really cool. I like him. He's actually had people threaten his life, though, over a YouTube channel. But anyways, I don't want to talk about other people's YouTube channels. Um, he said, you know, his first time he saw Rise of Skywalker at the theater, he really liked it. And then the second time he saw it, he, he didn't like it as much. So I was hesitant to see it at the theaters a second time, thinking, man, I, I don't want to be one of those people that go, leaves the theater liking a movie and then goes back in and it doesn't live up to what I thought it was the first time uh, and there's a lot going on in this movie a lot of nuances and so today I watched it for the second time and I got the special like special edition I figures I laid it next to the TV so I can't show it to you Spe special edition packaging uh, there's a Blu-ray, and then there's that 4K Ultra. Uh, I don't know what the hell that is, but anyways, I guess that's the next step in DVDs, is 4K Ultra HD. I just got Blu-ray like a year ago. Well, anyways, it came with a bonus disc, which I was a little disappointed in the bonus disc. Um, it had a documentary, though, uh, which is pretty much like the making of the movie, but it also flashes back through time, uh, and it actually starts uh, with George Lucas outside uh, a film set in Mexico where they filmed parts of... Uh, Return of the Jedi. 
that's the start of it. But then, you know, it's, it brings you right up to, you know, JJ doing the, uh, like it immediately goes to JJ doing Rise of Skywalker. And there are a lot of things explained in there. Uh, like the first time I saw the movie, I didn't understand when uh, they were sinking in the sand. Uh, Finn's, Finn tells Ray, there's something I've been meaning to tell you. And of course, when you're at the theater, you think because they had a really good friendship through the first two movies, um, and Finn almost seems uh, in love with Ray. You think that he's going to tell her, I love you, or something. Well, uh, I saw this on Star Wars Theory on YouTube, but then uh, it was again in this documentary. I heard it uh, in the making of, or whatever it was called. Oh, it's called, the documentary is called. Um, the Skywalker legacy that's on the bonus disc. So, anyways, he, the thing was he was supposed to tell Ray he's force sensitive. And, uh, of course, he never, we'd never get to see that. But after I watched it the second time, I picked up on some of these little nuances in the movie. Like, there's a scene, like, yeah, there's a scene later on where uh, Finn tells somebody, I can sense something. Uh, I can... What did he say? He said, like, he said Ray is down there or something like that. And the person next to him says, how do you know? And he says, I can sense it. And so that's like a force-sensitive thing. You can tell, you know, where other force users are, or you can tell where somebody is. You can feel their presence through the, through the force. Uh, also, at the very beginning, and I heard it early this morning when I was watching, or earlier yesterday. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, Ray calls Princess Leia or General Organo whatever, she'll always be Princess Leia to me. Uh, he, Ray says to her, yes, master. And at the theater, I thought it was just, it just went right by me. Uh, then after I've seen, you know, documentaries and other things, I realize, uh, oh, Princess Leia was Ray's master and Ray was the Padawan or whatever, you know, the apprentice. And they left, you know, Luke left it to Leia to finish Ray's Jedi training. And he had done Jedi training with Leia in between um, Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Uh, right after Return of the Jedi, he was, you know, jet for yeah Jedi training Leia. So <clears throat> it, it's pretty cool little things like that that I'm picking up on the second and now I'm watching it for the third time as I'm making this video. But it's worth a pickup 
um, there's like a 20 disc set that has all nine movies in it, plus like multiple bonus DVDs in it. Uh, it runs for like, I saw it on eBay for like $139 or maybe less. Uh, and then I, I saw it on Target.com for like $150. And I think I would go with the Target.com just because I want to make sure I'm getting something legit, not dropping that kind of money on, you know, crap. Something that's been used or scratched or something. Uh, but, <clears throat> you know... Star Wars fans get their undies on a bunch over the littlest stuff. You know, that you know, they wanted more of this and more of that. When, you know, Disney took over these movies, um it was you know, very clear that these movies were going to be different. They weren't going to be you know, Han, Luke, and Leia saving the galaxy again. It was going to focus on Han and Leia's children, uh, which now, you know, we found out they only have one child, and Rey is Palpatine's granddaughter, because through a series of clones that didn't work out quite right for Palpatine, you know, Rey, or uh, Palp, Palpatine, uh, had a son who was a clone of him uh, and that son went you know awry and then later on um, Palpatine had the son murdered uh, after the son hid Ray and wouldn't tell anyone where he hid Ray um, but I mean I think the movie was great uh, I, I'm watching it for a third time right now, as I said. Um, I saw it at the theater as soon as it came out. And the theater wasn't as full as I thought it would be. It filled up. But, you know, people were so down on The Last Jedi because it wasn't what they wanted. And, you know, Luke was this, like... angry, bitter, um, hermit, but, um, now that I've watched Rise of Skywalker, I want to get the, uh, there's a series of books also, I want to read the novels now of, you know, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker, because uh, obviously they can go into more detail in a novel than they can in the film, and it fills in more of the stories and backstories and all of this, but uh, I, I definitely wish that there were would be more uh, Ray, Finn, and Poe Star Wars movies. I've heard there's a possibility of like a Star Wars Episode 10 that 
goes on after this. Like, this was the end of the Skywalker legacy. But that doesn't mean there can't be, you know, something new. And, but right now, I guess Disney is really down on the Star Wars franchise that they kind of kicked in the butt. Uh, you know, they, they hurt the Star Wars franchise with uh, PC culture and stuff like that. Um, and honestly, I think Kathleen Kennedy, as I was watching the documentary, she kind of wants to be a star in a way, too. You know, as they were doing the behind-the-scenes filming and stuff, you know, she may just be a Star Wars fan and was excited to be there, but she was playing to the cameras quite a bit. And so... But there's, um... I think it's Colin Trevorrow. Somebody um, that likes to wear a cowboy hat is kind of taking over, you know, where George Lucas left off, and he... George Lucas mentored him, and he's the one doing the Mandalorian series on the Disney streaming network. And uh, so once he kind of gets control of Star Wars, maybe Disney will pump out some more. Uh, I saw an interview with him um, through Star Wars Theory on YouTube uh, where he was saying... That, you know, just because you had one film that where the uh, hero was a female doesn't mean you can't have a second and third and fourth film where the lead character or the hero is a woman. Because how many, you know, other films, hundreds, dozens, whatever he says, uh, films are there out there where the male is always the hero. So I would like to see more Ray, Finn, and Poe-based films, you know. Have Ray training Finn to be a Jedi. Uh, have, you know, Ray, you know, be the, the, the next Skywalker, the Rise, right? There were supposed to be multiple meanings to the word Rise of Skywalker, now, the main thing is, you know, Ray takes the last name of Skywalker and is kind of given that blessing by the Force ghosts of Leia and uh, Luke at the end. Um, it, it, I mean, it's just a good movie. you got to shut the F up, Star Wars fans, and just enjoy the movies for what they are. I mean, it's the ones on the internet and... YouTube that just constantly bitch about Star Wars. Uh, and that's why I like Star Wars Theory Channel. Or the channel? What do they call those things on YouTube? Whatever. Uh, Star, yeah, Star Wars Theory Channel. He doesn't complain and bitch about things. You know, he comes up with theories. Uh, he made a Vader fan film which is a short film, but he put a lot of money and production value into it uh, he, and had uh, Lucasfilm's permission to make a Vader fan film based on his own story. Uh, I don't know the dude's name. I just know him as Star Wars Theory Guy. 
But, uh, you know, and he's going to come out with another Vader fan fiction film, too. And uh, him and another guy have a uh, podcast called Rule of Two, where uh, they were reading word for word the leaked Colin Trevorrow uh, script which was going to be called Duel of the Fates. And so, you know, that that script, it was actually an even better movie than Rise of Skywalker. But I don't have a problem with Rise of Skywalker. Uh, every time I watch it, I pick up on something new. And since, I mean, I watched it in December when it first hit theaters. Um... You know, I went to, with my buddies to watch it, and, you know, um, I, I guess that maybe I forgot some things that I, I saw the first time, and now that I've, you know, heard follow-up things and watched doc, the documentary on the making of, um, or as it's called, the Skywalker Legacy, um, I just pick up on more stuff, like where Finn's hinting around that he's Force-sensitive, or the little signs that Finn is Force-sensitive, uh, things like that. So, it's pretty cool, you know. Um, but, in other things that were in, in me mind, in me brains... There was a video I saw. I was looking for some news stories to read, but that gets kind of lame. Because most of this news is bullshit. There's one on here. Okay, here it is. Scientists. There'll be a link to this in the description on YouTube. What scientists talking about the most likely places to find aliens in the universe? Let's give this a listen. this aloud because I thought it was a narrated video, it's not. So let me mute the damn volume. It says a new <sighs> a new guide for finding alien life. Okay. Alien life could be hiding in the universe in places we haven't thought to look. Researchers with break with breakthrough listen. Whoops, wait a second, I got back up here. 
researchers with Breakthrough Listen, a shit, this is going to be a pain in the ass now, a breakthrough program looking for signs of life, released a list called Exotica Catalog, all the places aliens could be hiding. Instead of focusing on Earth-like worlds, life as we know it, researchers thought outside of the box and compiled 700 targets, one, this one of everything in the universe approach, as well as pulsars, galaxies, nebula, and star clusters. Let me back this up a little bit. Uh, include... Asteroids, comets, and planets, as well as pulsars, galaxies, nebula, and star clusters. The catalog builds off of studies by the search for extraterrestrial intelligence and is broadened by SETI researchers search for extraterrestrial life. The Exotica catalog published the preprint server something something. And this video is by Amaze Lab. Alright, well that kind of sucked. It wasn't what I thought it would be. Go back. Alright. I'm not even going to link that in the description on YouTube. It wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be. Another thing that caught my eye was this video about hundreds of fishes jumping out of a lake. Uh... I don't know what they were jumping to their suicide. What were they doing? Jumping out of a lake. Alright. Oh, there's nothing descriptive in this at all. Let's see. It's just, uh, I thought they were jumping up on the land. Hundreds of fish leak out of a lake in China. Hundreds of fish were seen jumping out from a lake in southern China. The video filmed in Nanjing City shows the spectacular scene of numerous fish jump out of the lake one after another. It's reported the reasons for the phenomenon are Oh man, are low oxygen volume in the lake during the rain season, and the fish are the fish are in spawning season, and they need to jump to give birth. The video is filmed June twenty third. Provided local media. Okay, so low oxygen volume in the lake during the rain season. Which, that would mean the fish are having a hard time breathing. But then it says they have to jump out of the water to give birth. So that may not be so bad. Trump put up several videos of Biden. Uh, this one's 10 hours old. Let's see what... This is Gaffy Joe. Your dad. First African-American state senator in the state of... In the state of Delaware. Everything about... By the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn 
uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. Really? This guy's 13 points ahead of Trump? Let's see if we can get some volume on this. With, uh, I don't know, you know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, the rapidly rising. So that was, that's like Joe just, the poor old man. Twelve hours ago, uh, Trump tweeted, corrupt Joe Biden said yesterday we have over 120 million people dead of coronavirus. He had some other good tweets that caught my eye today. Um, let's see if I can get to him. Alright. So, yeah, Trump is trying to get an all-out repeal of Obamacare. This is one I really... Um, Uh, I really caught my eye, and then I think the next one after it, he said, now that the very expensive, unpopular, unfair individual mandate provision has been terminated by us, many states and the U.S. are asking the Supreme Court that Obamacare itself be terminated. And late Thursday night, they did file with the Supreme Court. I don't know how late Thursday night the Supreme Court is open, but that's what the news that I read said. Uh, Thursday, we'll just say late Thursday, uh, the Trump administration filed uh, with the Supreme Court to completely overturn Obamacare. But um, back to his tweet. Uh, many states and the U.S. are asking the Supreme Court that Obamacare itself be terminated so that it can be replaced with a far better and much less expensive alternative. Dot, dot, dot. Then he adds to his tweet, which is a new thing on Twitter. Dot, 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 Obamacare is a joke, exclamation point. Deductible is far too high, and the overall cost is ridiculous. My administration has gone out of its way to manage OC, Obamacare, I think that's what OC stands for, much better than previous, but it's still no good. I will always protect people with pre-existing conditions. Always, always, always. Followed by three exclamation points. So that's a big thing with uh, repealing Obamacare. Is uh, they say you're going to uh, 
lose the protection of uh, pre-existing conditions. Like before that insurance, before Obamacare, insurance companies could turn you down for having a pre-existing condition. Uh, let's see here. So let's see, what, what did Biden say? Biden on the Affordable Care Act. Trump says, if I ever said something so mortifyingly stupid, the fake news media would come down on me with vengeance. This is beyond a normal mistake. Why isn't it reported in the media? I think this is the 120 million dead soundbite from Biden. Unnecessarily. Now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. So there, from his own mouth, 120 million dead from COVID. Trump's also been tweeting wanted posters of uh, the people who have been tearing down and vandalizing monuments and statues uh, in Washington, D.C. Let me see if I can find this other tweet that caught my eye. He's retweeting a lot of things. Apparently he's uh, a fan of America's Voice News Network, whatever the hell that is. I thought he had a thing up here. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Do not believe the fake news media. Oklahoma speech had the highest Saturday television ratings in Fox News history. At Sean Hannity TV... Ah, shit fire. I'm reading like Joe Biden talks. At Sean Hannity dominated TV with my interview on Thursday night. More than CNN, MSDNBC. (laughs) I always call it PMSNBC. But he calls it MSDNBC. I think the D must stand for Democrat. Uh, so they did better ratings than CNN and MSNBC combined in, combined in caps. These are the real polls, the silent majority, not the fake news polls. Like I've been telling you guys, these polls just don't jive. The, the way they're collecting the data and the data itself just ain't the poll results, pardon me, themselves just don't jive. Uh, he expands on his tweet. Oh, man, I gotta let go. <sighs> One thing about growing old, man, hair just falls out of your head everywhere. Uh, so he expands on his tweet. Dot, dot, dot. We will win the election against corrupt Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and Schumer. We will save the Supreme Court, your Second Amendment, permanent damage from ridiculous the ridiculous Green New Deal and you from massive tax hikes also our heritage history and law and order so actually I'm going to retweet all this shit while I'm sitting here um you know the polls that have been coming out just 
don't make sense. And if you read the articles and not just the headlines, okay? If you read into the articles uh, about these polls, the way they're collecting data, you know, yeah, a, a majority of people said that they would definitely vote for Biden in the fall, but it was a thin majority. And then you had a few more who said they would probably vote for Biden. Well, you, you, you can't base a poll on probably. And that's how they come to Biden is above 50%. The argument that they're making, that the press, the liberal news, blah, blah, woof, woof, the argument they are making is that in 2016, Hillary never went above 50%. And now Biden is over 50%. So they're saying that that's bad news for Trump, that Biden is over 50%, though it's barely over 50%. Then, you know, but let's get off of that for a minute. I've talked about that enough. Uh, there are other apps out there for social media, and I put it on my Facebook page, John Morrow, a conservative op-ed. Tim Pool did a video where now a Facebook uh, employee at a high level has been fired and she basically just outright admitted that, you know, Facebook has been targeting, you know, conservatives, you know, uh, and, you know, canceling their uh, Facebook pages and whatever. And, you know, down, keeping them out of the algorithm so you don't see them as much, which I don't know about that. You know, I see... A lot of conservative stuff and things, you know, that I follow, you know, coming up on my Facebook, but whatever. Um, but there have been other apps come out. One was called Gab, and Gab kind of shot its wad a little too quick, and... Uh, Google and the other ones took it out of the algorithm and crushed it. Now, a few, about a year ago, actually, conservatives started shifting toward this one called Parler. I, I pronounce it Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R. -E um, Tim Pool pronounces it Parlay, but whatever you want to call it. A lot of conservatives have been jumping to that app and taking their audiences with them. Uh, and Tim Pool says that, you know, Twitter wasn't that big a deal until Trump got on there. And then he was so brash and stuff that he made Twitter famous. I don't know about that. I had been hearing about Twitter a lot. <clears throat> um, but I was not a Twitter user. I had a Twitter handle, uh, not long after it started that some friends made up for me. 
they made me a Twitter account and taught me how to use it. And then it just kind of sat dormant for a while until the last year or two. But uh, Tim Pool argues, and he may have a strong argument, that Trump should switch to parlor or parlay, however you pronounce it, P-A-R-L-E-R, and that Trump should use that alone to address the American people, and then that would cause a surge in the number of people on this app, and then Twitter uh, wouldn't be wouldn't matter because Twitter suspends a lot of conservatives, and they suspend some liberals too, but it's usually like a token thing. They'll suspend five or six uh, conservative people like James Wood uh, and Milo and others. But then, you know, these people will go to other social medias like Parler or Parlay and take their audience with them. And then suddenly uh, Twitter will release them from Twitter jail or whatever it is. So... I don't know, I might start using Parlay or Parler more. Maybe I'll get the app back on my phone and uh, tweak with it a little bit. Um, you can actually kind of blog on Parler. You get a thousand characters instead of, what is it on Twitter now, 280. Twitter started out with 140. Uh, and then people, you know, once Trump got on there and others... You know, it became, uh, you know, 280 characters you could type. And now they even, you know, you have a main tweet and then you can add to your tweet. So you can, you know, post more and more. And that's probably because they're getting competition from this parlor. And the fact that you can, you know, do a little more of a blog style post on parlor because it gives you more characters. So, uh, we'll see, man. It's going to be wild, wild, wild. Um, I know the Democrats are trying to claim a moral victory. Uh, this guy, Madison, oh, I forgot his last name. His first name is Madison. But he won a seat in North Carolina um, by talking about local politics and values and things like that, and they, he was such a darling to the, because he beat somebody that Trump was endorsing. The, the crappy show The View had him on, and, you know, he said that, you know, he won by sticking to local politics uh, and not worrying as much about Washington. Um, and he's 24. If he wins, uh, he's got to turn 25 before the election. But he'll be the youngest congressman. He's a real estate th philanthropist. Uh, so he's a very rich 24-year-old. Um, so, you know, kudos to him. I hope he does uh, win the congressional seat. Uh, I don't think he was anti-Trump. He just was not endorsed by Trump. But whatever. Uh, I wish Madison, whatever his last name is, Coward, cowherd, and yeah, something starts with C O W. Madison. 
His name, he's a guy, his name is Madison. Whatever. Uh, I hope he wins, you know. He, any Republican's better than a good Democrat. So, with that, enjoy, enjoy your Star Wars, Star Wars fans. Uh, we'll see if these polls hold true come November. Um, I just don't think that they will, you know, um, you know, if Biden ever, I mean, you could hold a Joe Biden rally in a telephone booth and you wouldn't fill the place up, <laughs> you know, um, so we'll see how it goes it with that. God bless you guys. Thanks for, uh, listening. Thank you for your, uh, time. God bless you and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Pray for each other. Pray for our president. Pray for Nancy Pelosi. Pray for our leaders. America needs your prayers right now. And if you don't believe in prayer, church starts in about five or six hours in most places. So, <laughs> we'll see ya. Thank you. Goodbye. God bless you. Enjoy Stogie.